It's Thursday, September 4th, 2014, and it's time to party. Or at least it's time to podcast. Your Daily Lex. On August 31st of this year, I celebrated my 11th wedding anniversary, which means I've been married for approximately 11 years. And I was thinking back to uh, 11 years ago on August 31st, 2003, when I got married. And the thought process I was having was remembering, you know, some of the key moments from my wedding. Well, uh, one thing that, that sticks out is, in my memory, uh, the, before the ceremony begins, uh, the, one of the two uh, men who ran the reception hall came up to me to give me some advice on breaking the glass, the ceremonial stomping on the glass that the groom does at a Jewish wedding. And he says, you know, your instinct is to just kind of stomp on the glass and break it. And don't do that, he advised. You want to use your heel. Use the back of your foot. Kind of settle your heel onto the glass, and that's, that's the key way to break it. And I said, really? That sounds counterintuitive and stupid. I'd much rather just stomp on it. He's like, no, no, trust me. I've done a lot of Jewish weddings. And I put that advice in my head, and I complained to everybody about it. I said, this is what he advised me to do. I don't believe it. I don't agree with it. I don't want to do it. But he's done many more Jewish weddings than I have or intend to. And uh, my instinct was to begrudgingly trust him. Uh, so let's fast forward a bit into the wedding ceremony. Uh, everybody walks down the aisle, save the bride. And um, we are now waiting uh, for the bride herself to come down the aisle. And I start to get nervous. First, I'm nervous that it's a logistic problem, that maybe the people who are holding Lauren back are waiting for the music to change. But the music isn't going to change. It's the same music all throughout. Uh, that the, I think it was a string quartet or something, I don't know, some band was playing. Some small group of musicians was playing. And then uh, it was just a long wait. It was just, we were just waiting and waiting for the bride to appear. And I'm like, man, has she had second thoughts? Has something gone wrong? Is she nervous? And then finally, after way too long of a wait, <laughs> after the pause had gone beyond reasonable or acceptable, they sent Lauren down the aisle. And later on, she explained to me that the, uh, the same guy, by the way, the same, uh, let's call him uh, jerk face, who gave me that glass advice. Spoiler, by the way, the advice sucked. The glass stomping advice, the same guy told her, we want to build some drama. Uh, we, it's, we, we want to build the drama. We're going to wait. We're going to wait. Uh, it occurs to me that maybe that guy uh, grew to hate weddings, so did whatever he could to screw with them, uh, having attended so many. Um, but so he had had Lauren wait for a long time to build drama at the moment. I don't know. He's an idiot. Lauren comes. She's beautiful. We get married. Um, during the ceremony, she's got to repeat, you know, I, Lauren, the awesome person, am going to take Lex Friedman as my husband. And, you know, she's repeat, repeating it in phrases. I, Lauren Friedman. I, Lauren Friedman. That was, a good, that was a good impression of her. That's exactly what Lauren sounds like. But then when she's supposed to say, as my husband, she goes, as my husband. She laughed on the word husband, uh, which I believe in most states means we're not even legally married. Uh, but she laughed um, because she just couldn't you know, believe the sound of it, of her having a husband and of me being it, I guess. Now, right now, a small percentage of listeners are saying, no, of my being it. Those listeners can bite me. But... Um, she laughed during the word husband, which I have never forgotten, nor have I ever uh, let her forget. Then it's time to stomp on the glass. And uh, I, uh, I foolishly tried uh, wedding McHatenstein's approach, and uh, it did not work. 
know, the back of your foot is not ideal for glass stomping. Then I stomped on it the way I wanted to, and of course it worked right away. And uh, I, I believe in between stomps, I said, let's pretend that didn't happen to the, you know, assembled family and friends. Um, while I shot that guy death rays from my eyes, if only they had worked. Um, and then, uh, at that point, Lauren and I, uh, got married. I was allowed to kiss the bride. Uh, it was my first kiss in my entire life. So it was wonderful. Uh, then much more recently, just days ago, we celebrated this, uh, big 11th anniversary and we went out to dinner and we went to a restaurant that had a very, very overworked waitress. And just one waitress for the whole restaurant. I think somebody else had called in sick. And uh, they had put our wine bucket on the table. They were a little crunched for space. So they put the wine bucket on the table, put our wine bottle in the bucket to keep it cool. Um, I only had my phone out in case uh, my father-in-law, who was babysitting, called. Since he (laughs) tends to get a little bit nervous when he's babysitting. He's not our normal babysitter. And uh, I failed to notice, since I didn't touch my phone at all, that the uh, ice bucket was sweating the entire time. And so when I picked up my phone at the end of the meal, it was in about a quarter inch or half inch of water, like a surprising amount of, an impressive amount of, an oasis. My phone was swimming. Uh, so although it was functional, I immediately shut it off and uh, left it in front of a fan overnight, um, checked it the next day and I was like, oh, it's working, except then the screen responded to non-existent touches uh, pretty much nonstop. And that was troublesome. <laughs> uh, so I turned it off again and I got a bag of uh, damp rid which rids things of dampness. I left it in that bag for 24 hours, and uh, now my phone is fine. So happy anniversary to me. My anniversary present to myself was a still functional iPhone 5S. Lex. Lex.